0: This is the New Jersey Globe Power Hour on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Here's the Globe's editor-in-chief,
1: David Wildstein. John Henry Eisenman was on a a different trajectory in life. He was on a a job in Wall Street. He left to run a humanitarian effort in Guatemala. Now he is running for Congress in New Jersey's 7th District. Uh, John, welcome. Thanks for coming back. And I think are we on? You there, David? David. Hey, hey John, how are you? Doing Thank for, well. thanks, thanks, for for, thanks for coming back. So so you have you've now come off two conventions, uh, one yeah. maybe one and a half because the Morris county convention is is not yet over. and and yeah. it, it seems like you're catching on a little bit. Uh, tell me tell me what what's going on with your campaign right now?
0: I mean, what's going on is is we're doing the work. Um, you know, when people ask us how we're going to win in November, it's the same way of, of how we're going to build this organization and win in June, which is out-energizing, out-organizing, and out-working the competition. Um, we started that in Hunterdon, where uh, I believe by now, between the last two conventions, we've knocked on 1,247 doors. Um, these are committee people we're hitting uh, two, if not three times, with a message that wins, um, which is – you know, the status quo uh, GOP right now is, is polling that they're going to lose again in November. Um, and people in New Jersey, they don't like to lose, and they don't like to be told who to vote for. Um, so, you know, we saw in Hunterdon on the first ballot, um, there were more votes against Tom Kane Jr. than four. And then, again, in the first ballot in Morris, we saw that uh, with 65 percent of commissioners uh, rejecting Tom Kane Jr. as the option. Um, we defeated, a, you know, sitting assemblyman by double-digit margins as
1: well as the former gubernatorial candidate uh, to get ourselves into this runoff you are 27 i I don't know if you've turned 28 since that's
0: that's correct yeah
1: i i'm gonna have to get your birthday straight at some point but you you are you're a young candidate and people have never heard of you before and and i gotta tell you you know when you and i've talked about this uh Mm. That's not unusual in New Jersey congressional elections. Andy Kim, Tom Malinowski, Josh Gottheimer, Mikey Sherrill—just in the last few years, these are these are people that that regular voters had never heard of before they elected mm. them to Congress. So, so. What is it, so so people understand? It, what is it that you're saying on the campaign trail uh, that that is making people, for some reason, like you? And and I'm not saying you're you know, that's that's hard, but but you are you're beating some people that are better known than you. What 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 are you saying? What is your message? We're po- pointing to the unfortunate
0: reality of the district, which in Hunterdon you have a county historically one of the the most red in New Jersey closest to electing uh, a Democrat for president uh, in 2020, as they were since LBJ in 64. Morris, the first time they flipped blue since 64, was 2020. And I say, look, we're losing this because we're losing millennials and Gen Zs, right? People of my generation who are voting five times more left than right. And what we're saying is we're not just going to win by engaging that generation. We're going to engage all generations. Uh, What we talk about is this next generation of conservatives. And that's not just the first time voter that we're turning into a lifetime Republican. That's uh, the apathetic former council person or committee person who's had enough of this, uh, the independent who's looking for a home, the retired JSK Democrat. Uh, these are the people um, that we're bringing in. That's the message that, uh, that we're painting, the picture we're painting for Republican committee people to say that, look, we cannot afford to do two things in New Jersey anymore. One is fail to get out the base by watering down uh, our values and our convictions, uh, but two, be unable to connect those connect convictions to voters. So I think what you saw last night was that message really resonating. You have you know, folks like Phil Rizzo, who is jumping districts and jumping offices, you know, and just a firebrand waving the, the Cawthorn endorsement flag. Um, people in the district understand that that's probably not a path to victory here. But the reason folks like Eric Peterson have gotten traction and hard in is people want a true conservative. People want a champion for our values. So what we're doing is, is we are that candidate um, and we have the best organization of any other candidate in the race,
1: you know, better than some that have been running for this seat for the last 20 years. I, I saw Phil Rizzo uh, do a message on social media. His lawyer was up on social media. They were – uh, they were talking about whether whether this process last night in Morris County was was fair, whether something was going on. Are you are, yeah. are, are you confident that this was a was a fair vote? I, I'm confident it was a fair vote, but I, I would like to
0: quickly take you through what what happened. And, and sure. Joey was there, so I'm sure you got uh, you know a
1: download from him. This is but, New Jersey Globe reporter Joey Fox, who is everywhere.
0: Yes. As you can imagine, a you know, convention with around 700 people and 90 percent turnout uh, can be hectic. And, and Laura Ali, the chair, and, and Anthony DeSpirito, uh, the executive director, the entire team did an excellent job. Um, like I said, the start of the night was great. But as votes started to come in and, and we entered that runoff, um, the process started to get a, a little muddy um, from the time results were read until voting started in NJ07, which voting did start, uh, started by the vice chair in NJ07 for the second ballot, it had been two hours. Um, so yes, some people had left, some people had filtered out, um, but I had about 50, 60 folks, whether they were uh, supporters of me in the first ballot, a few Kane supporters we turned just uh, in the room in the next hour, and Rizzo and Peterson supporters getting behind us as well. So that was about the time as seven was finishing up voting that uh, we were brought into a room um, of candidates and candidate representatives to say, should we postpone this thing? And our argument was that absolutely not. nj 7 has started voting. Um, and by the time we had finished that conversation without making a de- decision, nj 7 had finished voting. Um, so there were votes on a machine. Um, the second ballot was finished um, before we made that decision. So, in 11, uh, both candidates uh, consented to, to push off. Uh, in 7, uh, Keynes Camp consented to, to redo that vote and push it off. And we said, no, we would like to read the results because we were confident that, um, you know, we built the support in the room. Like I said, flip supporters from all other candidates, um, enough for us to win. But uh, that's not going to stop us from, from going out and doing the same work that brought us this result. Um, you know to to, to winning in whatever
1: venue, whatever day this uh you know continuation of the convention is. And I'm I'm speaking with uh Republican congressional candidate John Eisman, New Jersey's seventh district. Uh former Vice President Mike Pence has said that that new America needs to move on from the twenty twenty election and just 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 take that and, and move forward. Is is he right? I believe so.
0: And and I think what we take from an election like this, um, we're going to get the results, and and we're going to get the results that we've worked for. Um, But what I take from this is, you know, Morris County is the canary in the coal mine uh, for the GOP. From Washington to New Jersey, when we put up the same candidate and run the same race, we're going to get the same result. And that's what Morris County rejected Right, If if 65% of county committee people, the insiders of insiders that you were just talking about with with Dan, um, are rejecting the status quo, it's time to understand that that, it's time for a new candidate. It's time to win again, and it's time to to run modern campaigns and, and really change hearts and minds and start to take back the state.
1: So if if you get the nomination, and and this is this is still as as you know, I believe Tom Kane Jr. is the is the front runner. But you are you are as a, fair enough for now. You, you are catching on. Uh, if you are running against Tom Malinowski, uh, what is what is the case about Tom Malinowski not returning to Congress? The the case is uh, I could go on forever, but I only have a few minutes. You only have an, you have about a minute, so. <laughs> He's
0: not representative of the district, right? We all know he's not from here. He votes about as far left as any of our congressional delegates. And we've seen not just in his voting that is not representative of New Jersey and is, is completely in line with the failure of the Biden administration. He's a poster boy for ethics violations, uh, right? It's very easy for people in the district to understand on both sides of the aisle – that people are not meant to go to Congress to trade undisclosed on, on healthcare stocks um, during the pandemic and make $3 million. Um, that's a case both on, on voting record, on personal character, and ethics. And, and I think we're gonna see many flips in New, seats in New Jersey flip in
1: 2022, and the seventh is gonna be one of them. John Henry Eisman, Republican candidate for Congress in New Jersey's 7th district. You, you are, are now continuing in your, your pursuit of the Morris County second ballot uh, uh, conventions coming up in Union and Somerset County. Uh, and I hope we'll have a chance to, to talk soon about your campaign for Congress. All right. Thanks so much, David. Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. And we will be right back with Congressman Josh Gottheimer. We're going to talk about Russia. We're going to talk about the State of the Union address, so don't miss that. Uh, This is David Wildstein. I am the editor of the New Jersey Globe, and you are listening to the New Jersey Globe Power Hour on Talk Radio 77 WABC.